This is All Things Considered on KNKX. I'm Ed Ronco. I want to read the introduction of a bill signed by Governor Inslee this week. It goes like this. The legislature finds that student behavioral health issues have become a crisis in Washington state. The bill then goes on to spell out the risk of many things, suicide among teenagers in our state, eating disorders, drug abuse, and of course the impact of the pandemic, which meant at-home schooling and a lot less support for students who were suddenly no longer around their peers and many of the resources they count on at school. The goal of this bill, which takes effect in July, is to make it easier for students to find resources when they need some help with their mental health. And it was conceived, written, and lobbied for by high school students themselves. Two of them are with me now. Kellen Hord is a junior at Inglemore High School in Kirkland, and Charlie Fisher is a junior at Ridgefield High School in Ridgefield. Welcome to All Things Considered. Thank you. you. This year has been a real challenge, and I want to ask you about the bill and and how you wrote it, certainly. But first, I want to know, you know, how are you both doing? (laughs) I, you know, I'm doing okay. I'll say I've been better. I think it's just the stress of spring and like the last six weeks of school. That's kind of pushing me to my limit a little bit. But other than that, I'm feeling fine. Like the weather's going to get better and that makes me feel better personally. So I'm good. I'm, I'm doing well here. But uh, the, the thing that, that, that concerns me is that many of my family and friends are struggling uh, with, with mental health. And of course, that, that never makes uh, me feel good, um, which is one of the reasons that I was excited about writing this bill. So what's in the bill and uh, what, will it, what will it do to help? What we realized in our conversations with students around the state is they really were unaware of what resources were available for their support. They just had no clue. So we designed the bill to really expand awareness and access to these resources. The bill itself, what it does is it basically mandates that each school around the state on their school website needs to list certain types of mental health resources, just contact information for certain organizations that deal with uh, different, uh, different categories of behavioral health, whether that be depression, anxiety, eating disorder support, substance abuse, uh, suicide prevention, uh, things along those lines. They're already looking at these school websites, especially during online learning, right? So if their eyeballs are already there, it's a great place to put these resources. Charlie, um, let me ask you this question. Um, how do you think that will make a difference for students in high school right now? I I think the biggest difference that this bill is going to make is the amount of accessibility it has. We wanted to make it as easily accessible as possible. And I think that it's just really going to impact communities all around the state uh, very positively. And I think it will also, you know, normalize this conversation about mental and behavioral health. It's very important. And a lot of us have had a wake up call, I would say, older generations did um, regarding mental health and that kind of a thing. So I think it's something to be really excited about as well. In, in our research for this bill, what we realized is that some school websites actually do have very limited mental health resources, like one national suicide hotline number, and that's about it, which does not meet the full spectrum of, of struggles the students are going through. But my school, for example, they did have the national suicide hotline, and it was buried seven pages into the website, right? Nobody's ever going to find that unless they're like mm. seriously mm. dedicated looking like I was like to track down and do research for this bill. And I feel like when you're in a place where you need those resources, internet research isn't going to be like top of mind for you, right? Yeah, definitely. I think just having something that you can easily ex- access and just a website you can go to right off the top of your head, it makes it easy for yourself and everyone around you. So absolutely. Yeah. 
So this overwhelmingly passed the legislature, but I did notice there were five no votes in the House. Do you know why? Do you know what their objection was? An excellent question. We actually we actually don't know. I personally was a little uh, baffled by it. It cost uh, very little. Yeah. Um, and and uh, in in conversations with senators, representatives on both sides of the aisle, the support was overwhelming. No objections. Um, uh, and because I think there was real, uh, real enthusiasm for um, this idea, which really was kind of a no brainer. You thought up and wrote a bill and then you saw it through the process. What was the hardest part of all of that? just the number of emails it took, a ton <laughs> of emails to just the right people, sometimes repeatedly saying, hey, just following up. Uh, we're right. If you need to get through the education committee, it helps to testify as we did. It helps to meet with all the members of the education committee, which we did. But it also helps to just follow up with the, with the chair and the vice chair and say, hey, when, we, when can we get this out of committee? Charlie, do you want to speak to that, the hardest part? Planning everything out and just looking at every little detail was the hardest part because we really wanted to make it perfect. I know that's pushing it, but mm-hmm. we did. And I would say we were pretty successful if it was put into law. So it did pay off, which is good. I know when the governor signs bills, they often like live stream that. Did you watch when this was signed? I did not. I, I found out on Twitter. It was it was really surreal. Like I honestly was at a loss for words. I'll be honest, like coming from a small town, not something I thought I was going to be involved in drafting or just coming up with a bill either way. I'm personally, I'm like really excited. And I just, I'm really proud of everyone on the council. Despite the circumstances, we still did it. So I'm 39. And a lot of times when I hear people my age or older, talking to people your age, they say stuff like, you're the future, or when you get into the real world. Um, I hate that. I mean, you made a law, and you're doing stuff now. So how do you see your role now, today? Youth aren't just the future, but they're like, they're here now. Um, and they're already making change now. What we've seen over the past couple of years, not only in Washington, and not only in LIAC, but around the country and around the world, youth are taking an especially active interest in advocacy, right? For a lot of reasons. Um, but but really they're 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 making effective change. I think youth are really underestimated for the for the power not only that they have, but also from bringing that perspective that is specifically the youth perspective. And by bringing youth to the decision making table, by bringing youth into these processes, you're gonna get better policy. You're gonna get things that really do meet the needs of of youth or or whoever uh, or whoever. This is Charlie. So hearing those statements from adults can be really frustrating because a lot of us, especially youth and even in the Legislative Youth Advisory Council, we're trying to work with you and make these changes because, I mean, obviously we are the future, but that engagement between adults and youth, we got to somewhat be on the same level and just be as receptive as we can of each other. And I want to remove that barrier, that kind of a thing. And I think that the engagement between youth and adults is so important because we're not going to get anywhere if we don't work together, you know? Well, thank you both so much. This was a really good conversation. I really appreciate your time. And congratulations. You got a law passed. Thank you. Thank you.